Coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California, I'm Katie. I'm Anne. I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. How's everybody doing? Ooh, it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> it's almost Halloween. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> it's like uh, stressful at my house with all oh. the pre-Halloween prep. But what's happening? Um, James is building his annual haunted house. This year's theme is mythical creatures. Ooh. So in my uh, little TV room where we're storing a bunch of crap, there's currently a uh, Jersey Devil. And Mothman, and oh a chupacabra, and Jersey uh, Devil, the tomato, Jersey <laughs> Devil, no, the Jersey Devil, the t- the devil, yeah, oh, okay. the demon, and because uh, well, no, there's a there's a tomato variety called Jersey Devil. I did so. not know that. Yeah, it's really tasty. But when I think of the Jersey Devil, I think of the X Files one where it's like, um. It turns out to be like this guy's parasitic twin Ew. coming off of him at night and oh, killing people and small dogs. That sounds terrifying. I think that's the one where Quick Fight gets. Are gone. you listening to? Are you watching Curio- Cabinet of Curiosities? Because it's kind of like that. So no, but that sounds fun. Where Guillermo, are you watching that? Uh, Netflix Guillermo del Toro, and he hosted. It's kind I of like it's like an Alfred Hitchcock, but with Guillermo del Toro. I love him so much. Uh, yeah, so it's all Halloween all the time. We're also, like, checking off a list we made of, like, spooky movies to get through in the month. Ooh. So I wrote down, because I knew you would ask me which ones I have watched. <laughs> and they're not that scary because That's I don't okay. like anything too scary. That's okay. So we have seen... Uh, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that's good. Oh, Excellent. That's good one. Uh, Trick or Treat. I haven't watched that one. It's fine. It's on my to, to watch. Uh, we watched The Haunted Mansion. Love that. I've never seen it before. Isn't that fun? Adorable. I can't believe I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so cute. It's with yeah. Eddie Murphy. It's, it's very cute. Yeah. What uh, is that streaming on? Disney Plus, I guess. Oh, okay. I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Beetlejuice. Um, Adam's Family. Young Frankenstein. These are all excellent. Those are like are every year. Excellent. Uh, we watched Poltergeist. Oh, that one's oh. scary. We watched The Conjuring. Which oh, was very that's scary. Good. <gasps> so proud. <of> you. <laughs> I know, right? James that was is... like, please, 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 can we watch it? And I was like, Yes, but I will be looking up the timestamps for every jump scare. It, that is legit scary. <laughs> yeah, I'm it so, was very scary. Because that one scares me. Um, we watched Ginger <laughs> Snaps. Have you seen this? Uh, we started watching it, but I was so tired the night we put You would it on, like it. I couldn't get into it. Okay. But it's because I was tired. I was dozing off. So it was, I enjoyed it's, it. It's my childhood right in front of me. Yes. I, I, it's set in, it was made in 1999. It's, so Dante and I are going to come back to it. Okay, good. You should. And uh, an American werewolf in London, oh, which I, I love, love that, that movie. Also excellent. So oh, those I are, I think, I, all of the ones the we've whole watched theater, so far. We were like, stay on the road. Have you <laughs> seen American Werewolf in Paris? So I haven't watched that, that one. That was so fun. It is it? fun. Yeah. And I, I yeah. feel like it ruins um, Johnny Bernthal. I don't know who that is. He he was he played the like best friend at the beginning of The Walking Dead, and then he ends up stealing the wife, sort of. Oh. Even though he thought the I never made the connection. He's one of the slaughtered <gasps> friends. Oh. So anytime I see I just love the conversation really with the decaying body. I yeah, think it's he's awesome. really developed this like man's man, but open hearted and soft, gushy inside. Uh-huh. 
Um, and he's essentially our neighbor. He lives up in Ohio somewhere. Oh, cool. yeah. Um, so I feel like whenever I see him. I love that movie because it, there's. A, it's a good movie. It, it's, it's got scary parts, but it's got a comedic. It's a little better than the place. original, I think. The Paris yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah, because it. Does it have a proper ending? Because the first I one doesn't. So. Yeah, I think so. I found it. I remember. I don't remember it leaving me unsatisfied. Okay. Um, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Good to know. So if you, if I keep you, saying it recommended. I'm like, yeah. I, I wonder if it's any good. And the the female lead is really adorable. Yeah, she's uh, this cute French woman who was very popular at the time. I can't think of her name. We still have a list of a couple more. Oh, and Shaun of the Dead. I didn't mention that. Brilliant. Love that movie. This is a great list. Um, so we should title this how to how to prep for Halloween. <laughs> how to prep for Halloween. Yeah, I have a couple left that we haven't checked off. The Wake list up. Yet, but... Open your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, right. And live and breathe Halloween. <laughs> Put your costume on. <laughs> Normal human being facing the day. Right? You know, it was sad. It was a sad day when the last of the kids had no interest in in Halloween. And I don't like, think that's... Like, I'm raising my children to treasure Halloween. <laughs> so, well... I, I tortured my older one by making him go trick-or-treating. I traumatized him because he really hated going around the neighborhood and having things jumped out. To this point, I mean, he's the only one I know that really, really did not like Bug's life because he was so traumatized of things jumping out at him Aww. that that kind of even... That even yeah. something as calm as that was too jump, much. Bug's life is jump scares for him. <laughs> yes. Did you and say that you haven't seen Trick or Treat? No, I have not. It's, re- it's in my like to watch on Shutter. We were talking about like it's the the Halloween equivalent of like a Christmas Carol because it's like Aww. you don't appreciate what Halloween is about and bad things will happen to you. <laughs> so it's like learn to appreciate and follow the rules of Halloween is basically like the the gist of the movie. There's rules of Halloween. Yeah, like you don't smash somebody's pumpkin, you know. know. That's just being a good person. Obviously, or the bad person's gonna get you. Obviously, we need to watch. um, You and I need to watch it so we know the rules of Halloween. Yeah, believe it or not, I when it comes to Halloween stuff, I'm like Katie. I don't like scary things. I don't like movies. There's even times where I know the jump scene's coming. And I'm like, I know it's coming you in. Always I cannot know it's coming. I like watch the it. I idea of a scary it. movie. It's fun. Yeah. You know, if it's like James and I are hanging out and we're watching the scary movie, I appreciate it. But it has to be like a narrow window of like the type of scary movie. Like, I don't mind so much a ghost story or a haunted house because mm-hmm. I don't think that those things are real. But like a scary murderer, I don't want to watch that's that real. because Ooh. that's too real for me. That's uh, too spooky. I can't believe I... I I got through so many uh, so many seasons of American Horror Story. I don't know. I had to be in the right mode for it. Like um, they have more seasons, and I haven't got it. I decided to do, even though they turned in on themselves and did start self referencing. I started this this year's season, and it's it's all right so far. It's um, and then I didn't watch American Horror Stories, which I have been completely binging. Mm. But that's for another night. Um. Or maybe later tonight. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's my obsession. I haven't decided what well, that is yet. I was very sad that an actor that I know from Call Me Cat. I know Leslie George. But I knew him so from sad. American Horror Stories Coven. I mean, come on, go all the way so back good. to um, Willie Grace. Further, ladies. Oh, <laughs> I didn't I'm really trying to remember the name so of the show. Was it Coach? Was he on Coach? 
I keep picturing him. We didn't really him. watch that. I, I, let me get my let me get my IMDb open. Yeah, I keep picturing him in a mid '90s sitcom. And he's I, a treasure that yeah. will that is greatly missed. I know that made me really sad. Um, R.I.P. Leslie Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was a delight. Mm-hmm. I NPR replayed yep. um. Uh, Terry Gross interview, which was delightful. She says, when did you know you were gay? She, he says, I was born, I fell out of my mama right into her high heels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't think he's in that, in Coach. Okay, but he's in something way back with a redhead as the lead. Will and Grace. Mm, it's further back. <laughs> I didn't bring my phone in. Oh, okay. Do you really, no, really IMDb. Okay. <laughs> we're That's gonna, not IMDb. That's Google. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was sad to see that because uh, I texted James. He's like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, shut up. You do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, even from the memes, so like, you just, know. It was just a car accident? I haven't looked I it think up. I read that he had had some sort of medical issue that led to him crashing his car. Oh, I thought someone crashed into him. I just always want to That's blame what I read else. initially. Um, you said 90s. Yeah, we're, we're currently scrolling. But anyway... Yeah, that was kind of sad to learn about. Um, oh, he's on Pee-wee's Playhouse. And Perfect Strangers. Oh my gosh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> I meant to do that. Should be somewhere <laughs> right in here. I don't know. That was from Pee-wee's Playhouse. We're going to have to figure that out. Okay. Meh. Yes, please, take my computer. Um, <laughs> what is this black velvet court? Black velvet pantsuit. What? Oh, that's the thing that he was in. Uh, Hearts of Fire is what I'm thinking of. Hearts oh, of Fire. Oh, I don't know what that is. Because I remember either. it was like... No, that's not what it is. No. <laughs> if you, the anyway. listener, know, put right put in, in and tell us. But he's been in Hollywood a long yes. time. Yeah. And also point. just like recently on Instagram, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's a delight. But yeah, that made me kind of sad. He played like the annoying cousin or something on the thing. I don't know. Um, Karen, you want to start us off on what you're working on? Okay. I am working on Mm. a sweater (laughs) that I only got the yarn a week ago. It was delivered, and I already have the back of the sweater done, and the front is a third of the way done. Love it. I love this kind of sweater. Um, It combines half double crochet through the back loop, which I love all kinds of half double crochet, and a double slip stitch, Mm -hmm. which I learned to make this and it's which starts like it's kind of a you know how you have it you have a slip stitch and you have single crochet and you have double crochet mm-hmm. and half double is that stair step between single and double mm-hmm. a double slip stitch is a stair step between a slip stitch and a single crochet <laughs> right because and Who it's a lot easier to get step there well it's a lot easier to get into than mm-hmm. trying to get into a slip stitch to work your way over someplace. That's how I gauge a really great crochet hook. If I can do a slip stitch in one swoop. Because usually I have to go through the foundation and then through the loop. Mm. But on some really smooth crochet hooks, you can go... That would be nice. Well, what is the name of this pattern? This pattern is called City Stroll. And it's worked side, side to side. Um, and what's really fun is that you do you chain eight and just regular chain uh-huh. and then you do a foundation half double crochet for the rest of the body <coughs> and that keeps the and you're working the bottom ribbing at the same time that you're working the sweater yeah so it has this nice finish but the bottom 
six stitches it ends up being a six stitch wide ribbing actually has a pulls in a little bit what is this yarn that you're using this yarn is my new favorite let me pull it out so i fell in love with cumulus that yep. ann had done her sweater in and i was like I need a sweater that I can do that in because it feels so soft and yeah, awesome, but it it's cotton and it looks amazing. Uh-huh. And then I discovered that this, I was like, oh, I want to do it for this sweater, but this yeah. sweater requires a heavier weight, a little bit heavier weight. And so Cumulus has a big sister mm -hmm. named Nimbus. Nice. <laughs> and this and is it's Juniper Moon. Juniper Moon Farms. Right here. It's on the label. Just look up. <laughs> And this particular one is a gradient called Nimbus Paints. I think Cumulus is Cumulus or Cumulus Paint or Cumulus. Yeah, they have two colors. Uh, speckle. I think they have not, three. not speckle, but it's called what something with an S in it. Well, they have a solid and then they speckle, have the strapple. Yeah, I keep <laughs> I don't know these like, words. I look at the color band and I cannot like internalize the name of the other one that's like a repeating self striping. And then they have the gradient and they of course have solids. So like Cumulus, its little sister, uh -huh. Nimbus is a chain at construction with 96% Mako cotton and 4% nylon. And that little bit of nylon plus that construction helps this cotton to, to um, hold a shape. Yeah, it's a nice And this yarn. one, this particular one, they have some really nice, beautiful, bright color gradients. <laughs> I just went, I went pretty calm with pale dappled dappled is the word strappled dappled yeah. speckled <laughs> i i knew it was something eppled <laughs> um okay so the paint this particular one goes from a medium charcoal to a dove gray to a paley mint to i guess a grassy green mm. and then then back into the gray and so it's it's, it's doing this vertical wave because i'm going side to side it's doing this vertical wave of color um but it really blends really nicely and it's easy enough to go from i mean there's 164 yards per 100 gram it's considered bulky um, it crochets really nicely considering how soft it is it doesn't catch i mean occasionally i might catch a little bit of a thread but not really because of that chain at construction um, so I'm really looking forward to it, but I will tell you, it pulls up really great. Okay, I'll show you my, y'all can't see this, but I'll leave it out so we take Well, pictures. we'll take a picture of it. <laughs> we'll take a picture. Um, there were a couple of things that didn't feel clear to me. So um, I will say the, the designer is really great at answering questions. Um, and currently she's, it's it's a <coughs> pattern that was already, was on the Hobie site. And she got the, she got everything back. She got her rights back and then now she's doing a test on this, you know, doing a, a, a test crochet of it. But so I'm not part of the test. I'm just testing it for myself because <laughs> I like her stuff. Um, and so, okay, when you when you see the words, repeat last two rows X number of times for a total of this many rows. Does that mean, like, for instance, in this size, it says repeat last two rows nine times. How many rows do you think that is? Well, does it say for a total of this many times? It, let's see, it says... Because my first guess is it's 18 rows. Repeat last two rows uh, nine more times, then it says for a total of something rows. 20. Huh? 20 rows. No, when it says repeat it nine times, they just want nine rows. 
Not eighteen the last rows. Two rows nine times. Should be eighteen. Yeah, so well, that, that's I mean, as far as just the repeats, right? Yeah. Because I asked her, because my neck was supposed to be nine rows wide and it was 18. It was really wide. Uh -huh. like, oh my so goodness. I need to roof that back. I'm like, it's but flesh then, dance. but wait a minute, but she does tell me for a total of this many rows. So that but makes that a was, difference. It makes a difference. I'm glad she put that information because that's when I realized, oh, I have way more rows. Because it should have said, repeat these last two rows for nine rows total. Yeah. Until this many rows have been completed. Not nine yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. Not not nine more times. Yeah. Anyway, that's. Um, I tried to phrase my questions not in a "you should have done it this way." More of, this is how I understand it. If I'm wrong, please tell me how I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> I did that once with. And then Steven, and she's like, Steven I don't. And she's like, I don't understand how you got that. I go, so that this is where I'm like, well, when I designed for interweave, this is what their verbiage meant. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't mean to sound. I hope they didn't come off well, snobbish, but I did want to make it make it known that this is where I got my source of information. I had, did that once with a Stephen West pattern that was clearly wrong, and it was a repeat like that where it was like repeated every seven rows, like this decrease. But it was like seven rows between the decreases, not seven row like the seventh row is the decrease. Ah, which over the course of the whole sleeve added up to that a significant a number of rows mm -hmm. yeah. and so i eat and i was i was correct in that their verbiage was wrong mm -hmm. and they were like no it's right and i was like well my sleeve is wrong and i did it exactly as to what she said and they were like okay but they never changed it mm -hmm. yeah but but she does tell you the total number of rows <laughs> and this is where reading is not for suckers. I disagree. <laughs> anyway, because just on merit, <laughs> because like many people, I don't that don't don't read the only read one paragraph at a time and miss the at the same time paragraph that tells you what else you're supposed to juggle while you're doing your instructions. So you saved yourself and read ahead. I did not. I did not read ahead. Oh. I did. That's why I did eighteen rows oh. instead of. I often nine. think I know better. And then I'm like, oh, I wasn't, I just assumed that I knew what I was going to do and I didn't do it at all. Her instructions were a little confusing, but <laughs> so, she did give the answer in the instructions had I read further. Right. So but she I want is it now. covered. And honestly, if I had read the instructions the way I should, that would be something different. So anyway, I, I really enjoy this pattern. I like being able to, it's just kind of a treat to do. It's two rows over and over and over again. And maybe you stop a little bit for some neck shaping and then you pick it back, cast on to do a little bit more. I really like the texture of, at first I was like, wait a minute, <coughs> you've got two kinds of cast on in the same row, but it totally makes sense. Anyway, cool. I'm going to love this sweater. It's going to be my, I, do, I rediscovered a sweater that I'd had like back in the nineties that mm -hmm. had been my favorite. And it was, and it was a little worn cause it was cotton and I'd worn it and worn it and worn it. I rediscovered it. It's going to be like that. Aww. Nice. <clears throat> um, and what are you working on? Uh, well, um, I'm making this sweater called Ariana, which is a Barocco free pattern. Uh-huh. I'm most definitely not using Barocco. I'm sorry, Barocco. I love your yarns. Uh-huh. Um, I am using Impeccable. Loops yeah. and thread Impeccable. I feel like I just favorited this pattern, but keep uh, talking. I keep seeing it around. Yeah. So I would not be surprised. Uh, because I was working yes, on something else um, that was like potholders. 
and I pick Christmas colors, but I don't like decorating for Christmas, and I'm not going to make them as gifts. So uh-huh. I was like, well, that was fun. They would have looked cute together. Yeah. Let's do something different. <laughs> um, but I kept wanting, I still wanted to crochet. So this is going to be kind of the a Christmassy sweater. Very mm. Christmassy. Um, it's a white, it's a granny square that's um, seven rounds once you get the connecting round. The pattern only comes in two sizes. Oh. Have you looked at it yet? Uh-oh. No. I just added it's, it. It's a 40-inch finish and a 65-inch finish. Oh, wow. But then when I did the math, because like, oh, whatever, I'll just make my granny squares a little bigger or change my hook yeah. size or whatever. The gr- It's going it's gonna be plenty big enough around. Yeah. Um, But when you, it's, a, it's both knitting and crochet. Yeah. So you pick up oh. the ribbing along the edges. So when you pick up the ribbing, you're picking up so few stitches, it gives you a 40-inch waist. Yeah. So I am not going to do it that way. I'm going to cross that bridge when I come to yeah. it, though. Uh, I will knit my ribbing because this ribbing, I want to do it. I was no. going to say, I love this crocheted no. ribbing because it, it looks like no. knitting. It does. It looks like knitting. I can knit, so... So yeah, it's pretty cool ribbing. looking. Yeah, <laughs> um, their patterns in cute like yellow and gray and purple. I am doing Kelly green, a kind of soft minty green, um, burgundy, and um, gosh, what would you call this color? This one? Yeah, like a rosy, like a, pink. like a fuchsia, but not. It's no. not as hot as fuchsia. But it I is in the fuchsia say, range, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 subdued, like a raspberry color. Ra- yeah, that's it. Raspberry, raspberry. raspberry. Yeah. So Sorry. burgundy and raspberry, white and um, Kelly green, and a minty green. It's a very and like then, vintagey Christmas yeah. color palette. And then I'm gonna do white as the joining. Cute. Um, I think it will be very adorable. Hopefully, I'll stay focused. Um, I'm doing my, all my, cause you do some number, I think it's 46 of the granny squares for uh-huh. the smaller size. And then you do, um, like some half triangles and some quarter triangles. I was just going to ask, are they all squares or are they different shapes? There's, there's triangles. Got it. <laughs> so I'm going to do all the granny squares at the same time. Um, and I'm doing not exactly half cause I count it off and it's like. Are all of theirs the same? Because you're mixing up the order, right? Yeah. Like, it looks like their color order is the same for yes. all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I wasn't sure how the yardage works, so I was like, well, I mean, if I do all the outsides green, which would make it the more dominant color, yeah. which would be my preference, I'm going to need a lot more green. Right. <laughs> and I am doing it a little different re- color repeat than they're doing, so I couldn't use their yardage as a guideline so much. So anyway, I'm I'm flipping off on I mic I'm fifty fifty ish. Who gets the pinkish center and who gets the greenish center? Uh huh. Um, so cute. I think it's gonna be very very cute. That looks yeah. I've had that pattern in my favorites. I'm like I want to make well, that. You should. Well, what colors will you do? I don't know, but I like the Christmas <laughs> idea. Um, that would be awesome. It also is not Christmas enough that you couldn't wear it not other during times. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that was the other thought. Um, cool. So I'm excited. This is fun. I have a bunch of hats I'm trying to finish for my samples before the classes arrive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, all my time has been on the things I finished. So yeah. That's really what cool. I'm doing. Um. I'm in a weird, so like springtime was start, 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 start. Right. 
But I, I'm not in the let, I want to finish phase. <laughs> that didn't come after? No. I have a resurgence if I want to start. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of crochet is popping up. Like, I'm really yes. feeling the draw of the hook lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think everybody is. Yeah. It's, it's been super popular. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Cool. Uh, so We've I, certainly had a lot more private lessons. For yeah. A lot of people want to learn to crochet. Yeah. I... Um, have not been working on I have like guess technically four Halloween sweaters I thought I would finish to wear this year. Uh-huh. But uh nope. <laughs> but no. Yeah, I I I was sure Karen that you would have ignited my passion to finish my Missigi because I just have to do my sleeves. Oh my gosh. I finished it but I'm not going to be able to wear it cuz I totally forgot to block it. But it looked cute, not blocked. Just if give it you a want. quick little steam. Yeah, I'll be gonna do that tonight before I leave, so yeah. I can actually wear it. Get yeah. the crinkle out of it a little yeah. bit. Just steam it, because it looked cute. It's even though right that, there. like, I know that one color probably will change a lot when you block it. Yeah, but it still looked not I enough so. that you couldn't wear it by right. Friday or right. Monday. Um, you could wear it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I have a pumpkin. What is that called? Carved. 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 Um, and I have a, oh, maybe it's just three because I'm thinking of Mirabella's too. Three that I could wear and one she could wear. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a card that I started for her and I have, um, a spider web sweater oh, yeah. by that girl. I don't remember her name, but it's so cute. So yeah. if you have a it's spider like web. It's called arachnid or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. And I end up doing almost exactly the colors that she did. Navy and neon green for uh-huh. my spider web. And that just needs sleeves. <laughs> and my you don't need sleep between now and Monday. But, but, right? but we're getting ready for the boutique. So. Yes. Uh, that's the other thing. <laughs> and yes. actually, I have I promised know. myself that this weekend is going to be just pure yeah. fun. So Good. I'm not. Are you going to do some not. more bowls? Bowl thingies? Oh, bowl, bowl. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not going to make the focus. mistake of. I'm gonna. Make, I'm not gonna make the mistake of. I'll just wait to see what's left over to buy. There was nothing left oh. over. It was gone. <laughs> I blinked and they were gone. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm shop. hoping for the same. I'm going good to luck. shop early. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um. So super that's popular. What I'm on. Nice. I am. Or not working. <laughs> or not. We're dreaming about <laughs> yeah. thinking about working on. So next Halloween, those will be. Yeah. I, I probably have to change the size on Marabella. She's a growing girl. You should take the attitude that one of our. Uh, very loyal customers has, which yes. is like, I need a Halloween sweater, but I don't care if you're going to see it any other month of the year because I love my sweater. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, do it. Well, yeah. You know, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have been known to wear uh, my <laughs> pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern shirt on pie day. Yeah. Because I like pumpkin pie. That counts. <laughs> um, I am working on two sweaters. Um, This first one is a gift for a is it going to be a Christmas gift? Um, and I can't say who it's for because I don't know if this person listens to the podcast or not. But um, it's gorgeous. Thank you. It is the mm. Easy Eyelet Yoke Pullover, which I've made two of. I taught it as a class a couple years ago. Mm. I have one in Madeline Tosh Chunky. And I made one for my sister in Woolies, like the regular Woolies. Um, and it's knitted at a gauge of like 16 stitches per inch. So it goes really fast. It's not a dream. It is so <laughs> lovely because I'm using Rios and I started it on Tuesday 
and I've only worked on it in my two drop-ins, and I'm like an inch away from separating from my yoke already. Oh, that's right. I'm still working on stockings. Oh, stockings. Because that's my promise. I'm into the third one. Nice. I'm well into it. So that's thanks awesome. for a reminder on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's moving quite along there. Yes. I love this pattern because I looked up a bunch of options, and I got some advice from somebody about which one I should choose, and I looked at my previous Ravelry back when I used to take notes about things. And I had made one of these for my sister in two weeks. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, if wow. I start it now, I got so much time before Christmas. I could totally get it done. Nice. Totally. And I'm on size like nine needles. So it's going pretty quick. Oh, so I, I did the, the, this is such an easy pattern. Cause it's like knit for a couple inches, do some yarn overs, knit for a few more inches, do some more yarn overs. Um, the sweater doesn't have any short row shaping for the yoke. And since it's a gift, I was like, it might be nice to add some short rows to like raise the back neck because it makes yeah. it easy to tell what's the front and what's the back. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just throw in a couple short rows. But then I was like, well, but how am I going to do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I mean, I've done it in patterns that have told me to do it, but I've never like added Did you them. Figure it out? I kind of made it up. This so, is a perfect pattern to do it yes. like gradually kind of like uh, what's her face. I didn't it. do that. Okay. But what I did do was, because I didn't really think about it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I could add them at the beginning, but I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. So I got through, there's four sets of like increase rows. And then after the last increase row, it's like knit for two inches. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll put them in there. Perfect. Mm -hmm. But then the question was like. like this one, like Luminous Summer. Yeah. But it's before the sleeves. Yes. Which I think is better. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why she puts it where she does. I don't know either. It's, it's very strange. <laughs> So then the question was, where do you put the short rows? Okay. So they go behind the neck, oh, right? Wow. But like, yeah. where do you, where do you turn? So I just divided it in half mm -hmm. and like put one on each shoulder and then yeah. kind of worked back a couple times. Yeah. I was like, that's gotta, oh, that's gotta that's work. Yeah. And I think the later you put it in a sweater, the wider they need to, their base needs to be. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt it to, to no. just add a couple in. So I think I did maybe... Four does it turns. change? Does it change the sleeve stitches at all? Nope. No, sure no. Was going to change your because they're count. not the sleeve count. It's yeah. just the row yeah. count. That's right. It does. It and it happened before the sleeves, so I was like, I'm just going to throw a couple of short rows in, and then I was like, Well, I got to actually figure out how I'm going to do that. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> yeah. So I bought four balls of Rios for this project because I think, according to my notes, it should be enough. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, what if I don't have enough? Because I bought all that was available at Fabric Town in this color. Mm -hmm. So then I went online and I found it at Eat Sleep Knit. And I said, send me the darkest version of this colorway you have. Because if any, if all else fails, I'll blend into it for like the hem or something mm -hmm. on the bottom. And it's like if they have a darker version, I probably won't need it. But it's be happy, handy to have an extra one on hand. So um, this color is purpurous. So it's various purples. Yep. Um, and I was asking James's opinion about what color I should choose for this person. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I think they might like this, that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I think I'm just going to pick like a nice jewel tone. Nothing too bright, nothing too crazy. So I chose this. I started knitting it. I was like, this is great. Because I was like debating other colors they had at Fabricton. They had like Arco Iris. Mm -hmm. They had a couple of Piedras, which I would have picked if I, there had been enough because that's my favorite one. Um, and then I was like, no, this is a safe choice. And I showed it to James. He was like, it's a little bit flashy. And I was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I was like, this is no, no, way. you don't know what the this, options are. This is the most subdued. That's what I said. Choose. I was like, that's why I picked it. I think Piedras can be very calm. 
Yes. Yes. Um, but it's the, dynamic. There was the uh, another one, too, because I took pictures of the ones that were available, but it was like, <laughs> boy, you don't even know what my options were. <laughs> it's a little flashy. Yeah. Oh, Archangel. That's the other oh, one. Oh, I, I was like, love that. The oranges and the purples yeah. and the pinks. Like a and sunset. Then, mm-hmm. I think that's Arco Iris. Yeah. And I was like, of all of the options, do you think this is flashy? <laughs> no, this is almost a neutral. Right? I was like, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm don't uh, ask him again. <laughs> no, I don't know why I asked in the first place. <laughs> I'm uh, blending between skeins because I don't know how you different they're gonna be. Have to kind of. Every time I don't. think I'm gonna do that though, I get close to the end of the first one. I'm like, I should start blending, and I leave myself enough for like three rounds. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I should have started earlier. It makes a difference to have done yeah. it that way. So I'm uh, working on two different balls right now. And like I said, I'm maybe like an inch from my sleeve separation. So, and I remember when I made the first two ones of these, each sleeve took me a day, maybe. Nice. So I should have this done hopefully next month when we talk about what we're finished. Um, and then the other thing I'm working on is in this bag that I have to pull out. Um, I bought some Bernat velvet because I've always been intrigued by making a sweater out of it. Oh my god, a sweater. Ooh. So I'm making Like a... I just did a hat as a second strand. <laughs> I'm making a sweater. Oh, it's so pretty. So it's this dark green, it's called pine. Um, like feel this. This is gonna be like my most cozy little mm-hmm. sweatshirt, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, um I was like, I don't know, it might be a pain in the butt to work with. You know, those like chenille velvet yeah. yarns can be a little unwieldy sometimes. But it's been totally fine. Awesome. You can't see your stitches that well. So, like, keeping track of, like, am I on an increase row or a knit row? I have to, like, stop and look every once in a while. So, I'm certain I have messed it up in some spots because it's, like, a top-down raglan. I don't really care because you're not going to be able to tell. Nope. But I, we went camping last weekend and all the nieces and nephews were there. Mm-hmm. And my nephew, Finnegan, was like, what are you making? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what do you think I'm making? He's like, are you making a sweater? And I said, yes. He says, are you making it for me? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm making it for me. He's like, well, could you make it for me? And I was like, at this point, probably not. It's probably a little bit big for you because you're very small. Um, and he's like, I, you know, this green is my favorite color. <laughs> and I was like, I know. I was like, would you wear a velvet sweater? I didn't ask him that. But I was like, maybe if I have yarn left over, I'll make you a hat. He was like, yes, please. I would love that. Aww. But he was like, you know, that's my favorite color. I was like, I, you know, buddy, I do know that. I did know that green was your favorite Love color. Love the angling. Yeah. That's so cute. The pattern. You I... don't have to guess. No. Um, is this color safe? Yes. Yes. The pattern I'm using is from uh, Bernat. Like it's written for this yarn. It's like your basic top down pullover raglan easy. Um, but I'm very much enjoying it. I think it'll be the coziest of sweaters. That Bernat yarn I, I know can, like, what is it called? Worm? Worm, yep. But I'm knitting it on a size 8 needle, and I mm-hmm. like the fabric that I'm getting, so keeping it on a smaller needle than what the pattern recommend or what the yarn recommends, is, is win. yeah, it's uh, helping that not happen. Um, I, like, conceptually knew that chenille could worm, uh-huh. which is when it just starts working itself out like it's alive yeah it like squirms of, its way out of your stitches like it and was curls up on itself and like i conceptually knew it was a thing and then i let a student knit in a too big of a gauge and it it was it's freaky horrifying yeah yep I was and i was at... so sad and lois is like why did you let her do that i'm like 
I don't know. It seemed okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to love it because it just feels so velvety wonderful in your hand. But I have a student that only likes working on really, really big needles. And I told her, you're on your own with this. You want, I will tell you, I will not help you with fixing these. There's just beyond fixing. Yeah. Because it worms. You just tell them it's a bad idea. The worming mm-hmm. is so bad. It's like it's nothing but loops. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at projects. Even, even though she always pairs it with another yarn. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. I kind of think it makes it worse sometimes. It could be. I was looking at, at projects and one person posted a picture of what the inside of their sweater looked like with all the worming. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Uh, it wouldn't be too bad if it, it was, was only on that wild. side. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it doesn't confine itself to only one side. Yeah, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. That that person would only have it on the inside. I think maybe they like... Are, are actively trying to get it to stay on one side, <laughs> but the worms will have their way. Yeah, it's it's a little freaky, but it's uh, I adore how that yarn feels. Yes, and I am yeah. also tempted by it, and I'm not afraid of worming so much because I I do not only conceptually understand it, but now have witnessed the horrors. Yes, I didn't even know that was it. a thing until I saw her stuff, and no matter what she did, it wormed. I thought, how is that? It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like so twisted up that it just wants to like work its way and out. Yet you have no worms. Well, I mean, the pattern, the yarn calls for a size 10 and a half needle and I'm using an eight. Which that's, oh. that's proof of cat boarding theory that nobody knitted with that yarn. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, it's but, a super bulky. I'm but like, it it's does really not, not feel stiff. No, like, I know. I it, think I'm on gauge. At least my swatch told me that I was, <laughs> but I'm like, maybe, maybe I should measure this, but. You know, eh. Eh. I'm just going to keep increasing. Um, <laughs> so here's my other worry about hmm. working with the Chanel. And it might have been more like commercial grade, fast, fast fashion. Uh-huh. But when these were the hot sweater in the 90s. Yes. And you go to school and your Chanel sweater starts shedding. Yes. <laughs> it, the end is already shedding. Yeah. Like where there used to be chenille, there isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm not assuming it, it's going to last can forever. Tie. Can but you tie a knot on the end to help probably. contain it? Yeah, like I'd weave in my ends and then tie a knot in the end that you leave. Yeah. And it's probably one of those that really benefits from the longer, un, like leaving a longer tail. This person, I'm looking for that picture to haunt you with. But it says, <laughs> spooky. Very disappointed with the burnout. Even gentle hand washing makes yarns, yarn loops stick out everywhere. I'm like, I don't know if that is the washing it's or not, just the yarn yeah. just wants to do it. I'm sorry, honey. It's the yarn. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. So I'm kind of just like keeping an eye on it and I'm not, I'm assuming this is going to be like a really cozy wear at home sweatshirt. So if it's not perfect, I don't really care that much, awesome. but um yeah those are the two things that i am working on as well as a bunch of stuff for the um boutique the holiday boutique yes november 19th if you're local yep and if you're not this stuff will be online yep after yep yep we are making stuff left and right yep so what have we finished karen what have you finished uh not a lot. Mm-hmm. Quality uh, over quantity. Yeah. But it's, um, I am doing a custom dye project for a customer who, um, wanted a, a to make a sweater with, a, with a monarch 
in it and trying to find the right orange um, is, is this candy. This is you're a better person than I am because I was like, all right, she wants a butterfly in the middle. Here's this pattern. It's a butterfly. Yeah. No, but she wants a monarch. So I, so I took the outfit. Like, like, so, look, uh, here's some places <laughs> you might find yarn. Go look. Okay, so we took the swallowtail pattern, which is a great Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's, and it's while, gonna be the, the skeleton. Okay, so the wings are not exactly monarch ish. But I took the like the little tail off the swallowtail and I took the outline of that and then redid where the line the black outlines would be for a monarch. It will totally read as a monarch if you it's change gonna read the colors. colors. Yeah. And yeah. we decided that rather that well, that whole <laughs> band would be orange with black. Uh-huh. With the black outline. Um, and I had intended to dye something that was more of a gradient, but certain oranges just took over. So it has monarch-esque like. So what I first did was we I dyed mini skeins to try to play with the color and find the right color combination. <coughs> we thought we had it. It looks great. It was more yellowy orange into the deeper orange. Um, and then this is what I got. So it is a very rich orange. It's a very, very rich it looks like orange. Glazed carrot that Malabrigo yes. colorway. Yeah. Oh. And it has little light pops because we started with a sock blank. So if you don't know what a sock blank is, it is a pre machine knit rectangle or swath of <coughs> knitted fabric that is two strands of fingering knitted together in this machine knit. And the idea was you would dye it all kinds of ways. And then if you were making socks, when you would have two strands dyed exactly the same, you could make your socks together and they would match. Uh-huh. Um, but the other way is if you were making, my idea was using that as a gradient and going light to dark. And it didn't quite do that, but um, but it still, it has lights and darks in it because when you, when you separate those two strands, not all of the pre-knit part took the dye at the same place. So you get this light um, tonal. Um, this this tonal quality to it, and cool. it's very rich. Um, yeah, the glazed carrot is what ended up being ended up being. It's probably different, but that's why because I have a skein of that in my mm-hmm. stash, and I was like, yeah, that it looks is like that other yarn. It I is have. a beautiful, rich. Some of the darker parts sort of <coughs> um, came out, but because when it because of that machine knitting, it also is a very the texture of the yarn is very uh, crinkled. Mm-hmm. That is what I can say. So then I tied it some more and gave it a, a hot dye bath or a hot, a hot bath, uh, wash bath to help uh, seal those colors in a little bit better and also help to the crinkles to relax. Nice. So I think it's now, um, I, I, I was do I was winding it the wrong the first time I would wind it into a ball and then separate them out from there. And I realized I don't need to do that. I can unravel the sock blank w- by winding one onto the ball winder and the mm. other one onto the swift uh, at the same smart. time. And then when I got to the end, I tied the ends <laughs> together and then got it all on the swift. Yeah. So there's th- 357 continuous yards per skein. Nice. So it's beautiful. So for sock yarn, you're not getting the full yardage of what a skein of sock yarn would be. Right. Because that's like in the 400s. This mm-hmm. is that Hawthorne yarn? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a Hawthorne. The Hawthorne takes dye really well. So, and, um, between yeah, I like that the, and mixing I like with the stroll. 
And I opted not to dye the black because it was really hard to do a nice strong black and I didn't want to buy a solid black. Right. Exactly. That's why I thought, you know what? For the price of it. Black is black. Yeah. This, why don't you go with their black because that's going to just be perfect. Smart. What What about the other color of the sweater? The other, oh, so the other color is also Hawthorne. Um, we went with a pre, it's like a tonal, periwinkle tonal. You didn't Ooh. dye that one. That was I one did of not the nitpicks di- No, we did not dye that one. We went with what was nitpicks color. We, so she does have a, 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 um, bare strand of Nomad from K-N-O-M-A-D. Mm-hmm. And I think... We were just using that as a tester in case the periwinkle, because that was the closest. She wanted to have a, a lighter blue. And if the periwinkle didn't play well with the orange, then which I think it's going to be beautiful. Um, yeah, I saw her swatch. It then, nice. we could, then we could play with dyeing a lighter blue to go mm-hmm. with. Cool. To go Gorgeous. with it. But, so that, that was what I did. And I'm going to have a lot of ice-dyed... Um, project. I'm. I, I'm gonna. I'm not knitting or crocheting for the boutique. I'm dyeing stuff for the boutique. That's gonna be cool. Exciting. And somehow I'm gonna get it done, even though I won't be here much for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to get things done because they have to get done, and yeah. sometimes they just do. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Yep. Well, the ice dyeing is to set it and forget it. So yeah. it doesn't take a lot of time. The cleanup will take a little bit of time. So that. I'll be busy. They'll find the time. I, you know, we always out. find the time with, yeah. for things we like. Yep. It's all going to work out. So, uh, so yeah. But uh, you finish, Anne. Well, it's time for Halloween costumes. <laughs> so Dante needed his costume done first because he had a Halloween costume dance to go to <laughs> high, for his high school. Uh-huh. Uh, and he wanted to be Darth Vader, which turns out Sweet. we have two Darth Vader helmets in our house shocking right uh as one does as one does yeah <laughs> you so, don't want to just be stuck with one well, like what if you can't something find happens. the other one yeah <laughs> i mean exactly. there's your backup dark plan <laughs> everyone needs a backup darth vader helmet. so he needed uh for me he needed a black cape and uh somewhere because kevin's been darth vader mm-hmm. before i made like a nice cowl uh-huh. but that couldn't be found so but I wasn't offering to make that. <laughs> so Dante made it like a big cardboard donut ring. Uh-huh. Then painted it black and used like silver paint for the the silver stripes. Uh-huh. And just folded the donut in half. Which there you is go. really the wrong shape, actually. Yeah. But it worked. It read as Darth Vader. And we got him a black uh, jumpsuit. Um, like a workman yep. um, coveralls. And, which honestly, I think he could, like, style his regular wear. Sure. Lots of people do. <laughs> uh, so I found a tutorial who I'm, I have, I don't remember what this girl, it's a YouTube tutorial. It is so freaking easy. You take your height, or like the drop from your shoulders to where you want the cape to end, uh-huh. and you double it, and then you cut a semicircle out of that shape. There you go. And then you cut a neck semicircle uh-huh and you basically have this huge half circle right that she then um, <laughs> um hot glued strips of pleather which i was like okay fine it's just a dumb costume really right. i mean he's because he's not going trick-or-treating he's going to stand to give out and i thought at the time that he wasn't allowed to wear a costume to school but i guess that was really just bella's elementary school <laughs> 
because um, they can dress as long as it conforms to dress code. Uh-huh. Anyway, so then I went looking for the hot glue gun, which I know it's down there now. Okay, <laughs> if you guys need a hot glue gun, it's in the in the cupboard there. Uh, but I couldn't find it. And the idea of hot gluing fabric together was really stressing me out. Itching, mm. Making you itch? Yeah. So then I had found, I did good on my supplies. I didn't do as good as I could have, but I got my black knit for 40% off nice. instead of the 60% if I'd gone the day before. Then I found a remnant of like marine vinyl uh-huh. um, mm. and I cut my one inch strips and then I just sewed them. Because it was yeah. knit, it was there's no hemming or anything. Right. So it, this was a night that Dante had an activity. So I was working on this while I was waiting to pick him up. And I was so far into it, I was like, we're coming back to the studio and you're going to sit while I do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he also, I didn't realize Darth Vader really has two kind of capes-ish. Uh-huh. He has like a vest he wears, which we're calling oh. butt cape because he wanted the swish <laughs> at the waist. Uh-huh. He didn't care about it being on his shoulders. He just wanted the swish at the waist right. for him to put a belt over. So right. uh, although it's just a long tunic vest, I'm calling it the butt cape. Yep. So I made him a butt cape. This was insanely easy. Knit fabric. Yep. Height from the shoulders down. Okay. He, he's about 50 inches around. So okay. 60 inch width knit fabric. I kind of folded it in like, um, you know, you would do like a, a kid's greeting card, you know, you get the center and then you fold the two short sides in. Uh-huh. There's probably a technical term for that. Then I cut armholes. Okay. And then I made the like little shoulder slope and I gathered up. Anyway, it was so stupid easy. It took five minutes to make the best. So Dante puts his cape on and immediately he's like, I could be so many things with this. (laughs) And then he started twirling like I would in a circle skirt. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So Darth Vader's done on the like 12th or 13th. Okay. Then the next night I was uh, like a Wednesday. So I was here by myself and I finished Mirabella's costume. So on the 13th of this month, I thought I was done with my costume. Yeah. And I went home and I was very braggadocious. And then Kevin's sitting next to me on the couch and he's like, what about my costume? (laughs) Mind you, he's kind of done for himself the last few years. Right. But there wasn't much to do about Halloween. Uh, over the last couple of years. So he wasn't feeling very inspired. Okay. Um, let me tell you what Mirabelle is going to be. Okay. Tell me. So the video game Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Do you know about it, Karen? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, a, it's a horror know. video game. Oh, okay. She's going to be this jester character called Moondrop, who apparently is in charge of the daycare. Okay. <laughs> to me, My impression <coughs> of this game is it's like a take on a haunted... Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like animatronics that, come to life fun. and they're the scariest they're creatures. They're so supposedly creepy. like possessed by the souls of children that were murdered. <laughs> Love it. Not spooky at all. No. Right. So she's obsessed. Yeah. As many children her age are. Yeah. Hey, the last time I was at Chuck E. Cheese, I gave birth the next day. So it's been a while. <laughs> so Moondrop <laughs> is this moon-faced jester character. This costume is going to have these... This bell is like two inches in diameter. That's a big jingle bell. Inch and a half. Uh, She's going to have wrist jingly. Oh, no. And then she's supposed to have jester shoes, which I kept begging her to accept 
the ones you could buy on Amazon. She's like, okay. no, they're not right. No. <laughs> so somehow I'm going to come up with jester shoes this weekend. Got it. And they get bells on them. <laughs> and then the hat has a bell. I'm so proud of myself because I found this sparkly navy blue fabric yeah. at Joanne's. I bought what they had, which maybe was a yard and three quarters. I got the pants, the neck ruffle, and the hat out of it. That's awesome. And there's a detail in the sleeves. Yeah. And I still have like a rectangle of it. I think I could make her a reasonable size scrunchie. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Um, I had this vintage um, or like old elastic that's like two inch wide elastic because uh -huh. the hat band has a white, big old white brim on it. And I could just sew the elastic to the hat brim. And it turned out, I think, much better than the character's designs because <laughs> it has this red and blue. And in the character, it's just a white brim. Yeah. And I love that. Oh, then the, that's much better. But um, she folds it in because it's not accurate. Oh, of course. She's like, no, <laughs> I'm mom. Like, what are you doing? My design's so much better, Mirabella. <laughs> but then no one will know who she is. Right, of course. Like, anyone's going to know. She keeps picking these stupid, obscure characters. They might know. They might. Other kids will probably know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's supposed to cut If she showed stars. up to my house for trick or treat, I'd be like, cool costume. Yeah, she's going to look who you great. She, so I just need to put the elastics in. But... Uh -huh. um, this Those is sparkles the pants awesome. pattern from the Art of Sewing, the Sonia Phillips yeah. book. Oh. Um, which, if you're not making for a child, watch out because the crotch seam is consistently a little short. Mm. But she has an alteration in there, and then there's a <coughs> a, a waist ruffle too. Yeah. So a butt cape. A butt cape. Everybody's getting butt capes today. <laughs> you get a butt cape. And you get a butt cape. And um, the if you red put that underneath it would be a bustle. True. <laughs> the red is these wraps that go around the wrist. Uh-huh. So you have gifted me several times things wrapped in red grogan. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I have a giant roll yeah. of it. You want more? I got more. I might need more, but I think the piece you most recently used, yes. which I came across, I think it's enough to do the two. Okay, because I got more of you. I'll let you know. <laughs> so then, Kevin, <laughs> I was like, well, how about I make you a halloween -y shirt and you, you borrow Dante's cape and you can go as Dracula or go as a vampire. Yeah. That's when I thought Dante's cape was up for grabs. Well, they're allowed to dress. So, no, Dante's cape is not up for grabs. He's wearing his cape. Yeah. So I found this fabric at Joanne's where I made Kevin his own cape. Uh-huh. There was enough of the, the marine vinyl <laughs> to make a second one. This is so, awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Kevin is going as Dracula on vacation. Love it. <laughs> so I made him his usual button-down short sleeve shirt, um, which I actually have misplaced my favorite pattern, and I've sort of drafted this from several different patterns. So uh -huh. this is its test run. Cool. <coughs> there are... That fabric is fantastic. Okay, the fabric is a black background um, with just kind of floating vampire teeth, like the kid ones. Yep. The only little a little chompers. more ominous looking because some of them have blood dripping off them. So it's matching shorts. And pants. And uh, Bermuda shirt. Bermuda yeah. shorts. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome. Um, so that's all done. Sweet. And then he's like I but and I'll need a big sun hat too. Yep. So he has well, his He cape. can't go out in the sun. No. He has his cape and he has his shirt and Bermuda shorts. Yep. And then he has an enormous hat <laughs> head. Guys. So I have the serpentine pattern from hat pattern from Elb. 
LB. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, that's where you get the Sorrento bucket hat and the serpentine hat. So I widened the brim still another inch and a quarter. Uh -huh. Her pattern is great because it has four hat sizes all the way up to 24 inches. But Kevin's head is 25 inches. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I was able to, I, I cut out the pattern and I skimped on the seam allowance. allowance a little bit. So go. I widened the brim. Nice. And I, pretty good. Yeah, that's quite the hat. That'll okay. protect a vampire from the sun yeah. for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm really excited about Kevin. That's awesome. That's very fun. <laughs> uh, so and they have little details, but I'm still counting as done. And it is the 27th of October. Yeah. I finished these, like, in the wee hours of last night. That's awesome. So I still have five days. And what are you wearing? <laughs> What's your costume? Uh, Mom who finished costumes on time. It's nice. my favorite <laughs> costume. I wear it every once in a while. <laughs> I am probably going to just enjoy my pumpkin sweater. You should, like, have one of those little wrist uh, pink cushions with pins in it. Yeah. And just, like, throw a bunch of thread on yeah. your shirt. Oh, that's good. Like, I've been that's up late, good. so, like. <laughs> that's good. Uh, it's my usual look when I'm running out of here at one in the morning, asking my uh, insomniac son, are you still awake? So you can be, walk me to my car virtually. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know what good that does for my safety, except if I were abducted or hurt, he would know. He would know. Someone <laughs> would, would know. <laughs> and then he'd probably go into a panic attack. And I don't know. Again, don't know <laughs> how, how that'll help he be? I don't know, but. Yeah. Well, he could call the police, I guess. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see Kevin in his costume. I made him. I'm excited about that for you. I wasn't ready to get out of bed when he was ready to leave this morning. So I was like, put your hat on and text me a picture. Yeah. So that I can make sure that it fit because hats are a real iffy thing with him. Um, and it works. And I'm Sweet. so excited. So what's exciting about this too is these pieces all look very discombobulated. And I'm like, ladies, look at these and be impressed. Yeah. I get to take pictures of them in say, their costumes. We'll have, to send, we'll have to post pictures. Yeah, and then I'll get them to you yes. for a release day. I would love that. <laughs> Everyone will love to see. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the family Cazoli. And then I'm going to take a little credit for Alexander, uh -huh. who I taught to so when he was six. He's going as like a D&D &D <laughs> inspired character. Cool. And he made his own cloak. Aww. He he got That's a pattern. He cut out the pattern pieces. He used felt, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he sewed it himself. And I think he hand sewed it actually, because there are no sewing machines at home. I was gonna say, what sewing? All my machines are here. <laughs> so um, I am so proud of him, and it turned out really good. What an awesome proud mama moment. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yesterday he was making fun of me though when I got home and he was still up. He's like, "Hey mom, remember when you uh, said a week ago that you were all the way done?" Yes, and well, at that time I was all the way done with everything I knew I needed to do. <sighs> Katie, what have you finished? Oh, what have I finished? <laughs> um, I happened to have everything I needed for my Halloween costume Ooh. in my wardrobe, so I haven't had to do anything for that. Nice. Um, I have been emotional support for the crazy person who's building the haunted house. <laughs> so is so, that a neighborhood event? No, it's okay. in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, crazy person so in my house. He's just doing it for your family. It basically, right. we get a lot Which of trick-or-treaters. We get a lot of oh, trick-or-treaters. That's my point. If we went trick-or-treating in your neighborhood, yes. I could go through your... You could. Yeah, okay. There aren't a lot of other houses on our half of the street that do anything because oh. we live on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. And 
nobody else in our cul-de-sac wants to participate in Halloween. So we have to put up all the lights we can find so that when people come down their street, they're like, we should at least stop at that house. Oh, my gosh. Because we're at the end of the cul-de-sac. Um, what monsters make up your neighborhood? Well, I have some neighbors that are not my favorite people, really? but even my neighbor I don't like is all decked out. Yes, like I no, look like I'm the person. Nobody who's in like my neighborhood has decorated very much. We at stopped all. decorating, but we get a lot of we're not handing out candy. You're and not so, handing out candy. No, because I got tired of sitting out there and doing that. It's oh, my favorite thing. That's the thing. That's my favorite part of <laughs> Yeah, our neighborhood is those that have the adorable little kids anymore. Yeah, they're just the obnoxious high schoolers. They're way too big for that. I, I have decided like that. if you dress up and put up. Put in the effort. I don't care what age you are. I will give you candy. Yeah. But I don't like sitting out there and doing it. That's my thing. That's okay. Um, my mother-in-law used to love it, but when the little kids stopped doing it, and it, it got, we have the occasional cold October, and then we became like one of only two houses on our street that that participated. Uh-huh. So we felt like if we decorate, that's telling people to come to our house, and then it's not right if we're not going to give them candy. Mm. Yeah. So. So yep. we we stopped decorating when we stopped handing out candy because if you're gonna decorate, you gotta give candy. Yeah, I I just love feel that way. everything about Halloween and most especially the trick or treat. I know and that's, trick or treating. That's we I do like a... walking around getting the candy more than actually serving. The there's candy. this little girl who I'm kind of like really sad that Dante has claimed giving out candy because there's this little girl in my neighborhood who comes in, not in costume. <laughs> she comes in character. Oh, and I'm kind see, of I know would be fantastic. dying to see what she what is she's this gonna year. do. Like several years, I guess 2019, <laughs> she was a witch, and I put some good candy in there, and she's like, "You have been spared," and you're like, "More candy!" Oh, that's <laughs> <All right>. awesome. <laughs> and see, then last year, she came and she had a Calaveras makeup, the uh-huh. sugar skulls, and a very pretty, you know, little girl, pretty dress on. And, and mind you, I think she's somewhere between Dante and Maribel's age. So at this time, she would have been like 11 or 12. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, and her a little sister or something was with her dressed the same. I said, oh, your costume's so beautiful. You look great. And she's like, I was murdered at my <laughs> first communion by banditos. Oh, my God. That's I incredible. love her. <laughs> You're like, More <laughs> That's so, so cute. I mean, I'm it's pretty like, sure it's the same girl. As you smile and you just dump your yeah. bag into her, in, into her. If anybody comes to my bag. house dressed as a Ninja Turtle, they get their bucket filled. <laughs> and the like, you have all the candy. But we do like. You're my special friend. He yeah. builds like his whatever he's building of the year, like his haunted house, whatever. Um, which is more like a walkthrough because we build it out of like easy ups mm-hmm. in the driveway. And then. Like, basically, I'm asking, is it worth driving to Palmer to come see this? I mean, I think so. Yeah. But all right. you can come to my party because it's also a party. Oh, okay. So I have lots of food and treats and pizza and all kinds of good stuff. You heard that. Um, okay. I'm not my, trying to invite myself to your party. You are very welcome to good. drive to, to Fillmore, but it, I might be the only house on my block. So so it's okay. safe to say this because my family doesn't listen. But I'm working the polls until seven, and I'm going to tell them nine because <laughs> I'm going to be at your house. Can you come to my house and, and get some? Well, you probably can't have my pizza, but you could get something delicious. Um, I, I just, just want to see the your Jersey house. Devil. I will take lots of pictures for sure. Yeah, okay, so I'm more on. I'm more in charge of like the party aspect. So it's like James is building the scary stuff, and then the price of admission 
for anybody who wants to come is some sort of bag of candy oh, so that we can add it to Continue the giant bucket. To give My sister candy. brought over her contribution, which was um, tiny little jars of Play-Doh to hand out to the kids. Oh, and I was like, that sounds fun, but this isn't candy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't eat this and enjoy it too. <laughs> you said no. No, I mean, I took it, but I was like, this is not what the, what the requirement said. But. I, I do miss giving the candy because I always picked out stuff that it, I'd get extra of the stuff I like. Yeah. I was just telling James last night, I was like, I'm excited for Halloween, but I also just remembered all of the candy that we're going to have nearby. I'm going to eat so many Reese's. I just bought a bag of, like, they did a mini, mini pumpkin uh-huh. i just bought them and put them in my desk and nice. why am i lying about this they're mine yeah no they're your because they're your pumpkins <laughs> I, miss, um, I miss the time where we <coughs> used to do trunk or treat when they used to be um drive-in theaters and back when there's driving theaters a lot of times on halloween or the or the day uh-huh. before they would have what's called trunk or treat where that's, you a, just big, that's a big like church thing yeah you go find trunk or treats Oh, yeah, but it was more fun when it was at a drive-in theater. Yeah, that sounds very fun. Way more cars, and yeah. you didn't have to, like, it was fun. You watched it's like hitting an apartment building instead of house by house. Yes. Kevin feels like Concentrated. that's a big payoff. You would think so, but when we were temporarily in an apartment while we were, while we were waiting for the house to be built, we thought, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to go. Apartment people don't necessarily participate oh all right well all fine. those concentrated people and they you think oh the candy no yeah yeah i mean you 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 can't control like like what your neighbor's gonna do right but at least we're we don't set up until probably the day before so at least our neighbors don't hate us <laughs> uh it, we usually have uh, a lot of people around but it's like the only like party we do because when we first got married, I was like, I want to be the people that throw, like, the Christmas party. <laughs> like, that would be so fun. And James Lane's <laughs> like, Katie, we're the people that throw the Halloween party every year. And I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> we already do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so, like, all throughout the year, I'm, like, pinning recipes and saving stuff where I'm like, oh, that looks delicious. So We had a work Christmas party at your house one year. Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we did. Um, okay. What am I, <laughs> what am I working on? Yeah, no, what have I finished? That's yeah, the we're question. finished. Okay. This is more of what are you working on? <laughs> yeah, that is what I'm working on. Um, I finished a cross-stitch project for my cousin Claire for Ooh. her birthday, which you might have seen, but I hadn't shared like a picture of it because I didn't want anybody, because I didn't want her to see it, because um, she's a Pyrex collector, and I found oh. an Etsy shop that makes Pyrex patterns as embroidery patterns, mm-hmm. or cross-stitch patterns. How cool. I wanna... So I texted her like in January. And I was like, what's your favorite Pyrex pattern? Yeah, I feel like we talked about this. Yes. And I was like, this is amazing. So, Butterfly Gold was her answer. So, this is the finished wall hanging piece oh. that I made. So, it's a yellow background oh, cool. with white uh, stitching, reminiscent of the Pyrex pattern. So, I gave it to her for her birthday. She loved it. She just bought a new, like, hutch to display all her Pyrex. And she's like, I'm going to put it in my hutch. And I was like, oh. that's awesome. Is the same place that sells the t-shirts with the Pyrex pattern? I don't think so but i can look up the name of their um etsy shop etsy shop because i didn't write it down was it a kit or was it just the pattern no it was just the pattern and i had to track down a gold colored ada cloth and that was a little bit hard to do but um that i didn't have to buy like a ton of because i only needed one little piece one two three stitch I, I don't, I ordered it so long ago because I had been working on it for a while, but her birthday was this month, so I had to finish it in time Say to next time. Um, give it to her. So what am I searching for? Pyrex. Um, 
but that was fun. Uh, it was easy. I uh, ordered a, what do you call it? A uh, oval hoop for it. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun project. Pyrex Bish Stitch. <laughs> that is her name. Pyrex, B-I-S-H, Stitch. Pyrex Bish. And I think she just does, like, Pyrex cross-stitch patterns. And, like, cool. all of the different designs that you could ever want. There's a lot. So, so if you, like, you know, a lot of whatever you want. Um, so I finished that. Um, and I gave it to her so I don't have it to show, but I have pictures. Um, I finished a bunch of stuff for the boutique so far that I'm trying to accumulate a bunch of stuff, but I can't tell you what exactly those are. Um, and then I have leftovers from the Halloween quilt. I was hoping I would say, look at this quilt I finished. It's not going to be finished by this Halloween, but I had charm pack squares left over. So I made throw pillows. Those are Adorable. cool. <gasps> Adorable. And James has claimed one for his chair. And he, so the other one is mine, but these are just five inch squares that I stitched together. Um, I love the white with the neon pink skulls. I know that one's my favorite I one. I love that. This is Spooky Darlings, the collection, um, which is what the my Halloween quilt is using, but these were leftover squares. Um, and then I just threw them in a... I have these, like, fuzzy pink pillows <laughs> that I bought from, I don't know, uh, Ross or something. But I don't like the texture of them, like, to <laughs> actually use... But they turned out to be perfect to fill a, a, a throw pillow cover. It looks very squishy. It is very cozy. Um, and I did two different stitch quilting I designs. Your spider webs again. Yeah, because I was oh, I was I convinced that. I was going to do the spider webs on the big quilt, but after having done it on two other projects, I was like, this is too much work. These, some of these remind me of little candy corns. Yeah, so this is candy like a shapes, meander, so. but with angles. So I was like, it's a little bit more like jaggedy. It. Yeah. So this was my plan. I haven't even finished the quilt top. It's not going to be finished for Halloween. One thing at a time. Yeah. So you maybe didn't next say Halloween. Which Halloween. So two Halloween throw pillows. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just make Christmas pillows, you know, covers and put them on for next time because they're very cozy little pillows. They're really cute. And then I also finished my Easy V. Um, Let's see it. Da -da -da. And I blocked it. And I wove in all the ends except for on one sleeve. So they're almost, <laughs> it's done, but. There's still some ends. We have voted many times left. that weaving in ends does not yes. equal finish. But I'm very I happy with it. I love the neck shaping with the ribbing yeah. that she does. Did you see her latest design? I think she just released it today. Uh -uh. And it's basically the same shape, but instead of color work, it's like lace and bobbles. Ooh. So I might be casting on for that one too because it's very pretty. Is it the same gauge? Sporty DK? I think it's, new one? it's DK. I think it's 19 stitches. Right. It's like a fingering and a lace held together, Ooh. but it's like a DK-ish size. Gorgeous. Um, so the yarn is loops and threads, cozy wool merino, DK in the color spice. That's my main body. And then Malabrigo Machita in Piedras. Less traveled yarn, whatever their sock yarn is called in a colorway I don't remember. And Madeline Tosh in another color that I can't remember. I think we <laughs> thought maybe it was Cousteau. Yeah. I can't remember. Pretty thing, pretty thing, pretty thing, pretty thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very happy with it. I'm excited that my students are also finishing up theirs. So they're like working on their sleeves. They're almost Gosh, done. That's gorgeous. It's very fun. So I'm very proud of myself that I finished a whole dang you sweater for me. Dang which I haven't proud. done in a while. Um, And those are the things that I have finished. 
That is an impressive pile of finished things. Thank you. Also, look at this bag I got today. It's uh, Sprouts. Yeah. I, I <laughs> it's have, a blue key I bag. Love it too. I love the blue. You do? Yeah. It's got Godzilla on it, and he just says, oh, so like much it, to do. I love but it. I like the vintage wallpapery <laughs> sides. I was like, oh, that. I, I almost need bought to buy it that. again. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like, the last one. It's Sprouts, so I bought it. I think you have it. Yeah, I think you have it. Um, anybody want to share something they're excited about, obsessed with this month? Well, uh, I started to mention I have been binging American Horror Stories. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's like, I think I was hearing bad reviews of it when it came out, but I like an anthology sto- series. It's, uh-huh. it's like each episode is a story. Cause I, I think mm-hmm. they're referring to like standalone series made in a theme as anthology <laughs> series, but I like the like, one, one scary story ago. Uh-huh. And it's a very fun and um, for if you're a fan of that series, it's, um, you know, calls back to itself, which is fun. I, it, I think I started season two a little bit last night and um, it's moving on. Like, I think next season is going to follow like the um, where the witches get together. The coven. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so that is my current obsession. I nice. have not had the attention span for <clears throat> movie watching as I have had in past Octobers. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to be in the right mood for a movie. Yeah. So, um, but for some reason, I'm okay with watching two episodes of like an hour length show. Yeah. But that seems like <laughs> a movie is a commitment. Yep. I yep. don't know why. Well, because those hour length shows pretty much kind of wrap up in an hour. They only hold, you get two stories for the price of, you know. I guess, Yeah. The other, uh, <clears throat> that's it. That's the it. End. <laughs> Do you have any care? Um, this is the time of year where I like watching like the holiday type cooking shows, like um, where they make all these like pumpkin challenges oh, where they yeah. have the teams kind of stuff, the Great Pumpkin Wars. Yep. I really like the the one where that's outdoors where they have pumpkins this that you could like fit a small child into oh, and right, they have the to carve pumpkin. it into some outrageous pump <laughs> uh-huh. i'm bummed that this season i really what i tuned in was because it had the gal that was from buffy the vampire slayer um sarah, sarah not sarah but her buddy um who's, willow but that's yeah, not that whatever, girl's name. name i can't think of it she went to band camp yeah oh, she, she um, met your mother <laughs> yes yes she's on how i know exactly mother. who you're talking about Allison Hannigan. There you go. That's it. She's not good at this time, so it's Um, not as good. So instead, I'm watching Is It Cake? (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, That shows That's super fun. Very cute. You know, we we don't have a lot of attention span because we've been had a lot of uh, work and other stuff going on. And um, so... We've been watching the new season of a floor. The floor is lava. And that's really fun. <laughs> I don't like the contestants as much, but you know, I'm I'm in it for the rooms. I love that you love that show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm in it to see how fat, how quickly they. We're taking bets on how fast we ah, crash and burn. <laughs> Schadenfreuden. Which today, I witnessed something that someone deserved, uh-huh. and I was like oh, very amused by it. Not important what it is. That will just reflect badly on me. Uh, so I want to start making my own cross-stitch charts of things like that. Like, I'm, I, the one I have in my head right now is to take schadenfreude and then put, like, 
like cute flowers all over. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of like the wash your hands yes. in the bathroom. Yep. And um, just hang it above my desk or something. Yeah. A little <laughs> passive aggressive, but like pretty. Can you tell yeah. me what that means? Schadenfreund is um, <laughs> witnessing somebody else's discomfort and taking pleasure. Oh, okay. It's one of those like words we don't have an equivalent of in English yeah. words. Yeah. And it's it's my personality, yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, my current obsession is a podcast. And shout out to Claire for telling me about it because she's always hooking me up with the things that she's like, you're going to love this. Um, it's called Normal Gossip. Oh, yes. I, will, I listened to that. It's um, good stuff. It is. Uh, basically, it's like the host has a guest on. And they share some sort of morsel of gossip from, like, a real-life person who, like, it actually happened to. But they do, like, the telephone game to, like, change up some of the details so the names are different, the whatevers are different. So if you were, like, involved in the drama, you wouldn't listen to it and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> so told my story. But it's, like, so fun to listen to because all of the guests, like, some of them are, like, fellow podcast hosts or comedians or mm-hmm. writers or whatever. Um, and so you're, like reacting to the drama along with them so it's very fun this sounds it's like great. The, i would not much into gossip but i love that normal gossip podcast i would highly recommend starting with the episode hold on let me look it up i can't remember the name of it but there's one from the first season that is about a knitting circle Ooh. yep and it is so fun <laughs> i was like this <laughs> is great and then when we went camping this weekend I was like, James, you're going to love this. You have to listen to an episode with me. And that's the one I made him listen to. And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> um, so it's episode three of season one. The okay. title of the episode is, can I say something bitchy? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. I'm you in. should, you should listen to it. It is so fun. Right, cool. Well, um, th- thank you for spreading, spreading the virus, Claire. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. Um, so that's what I, I've only listened to that because I'm like trying to get through all of it just because it's fun to binge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm nearing the end of the last season available and then they're like on a break right now. So I haven't done any other like reading, listening, audiobook or anything because I'm like, <laughs> if I'm in the car, I'm going to listen to an episode of Normal Gossip because it's so fun. Um, yeah. I think that's it for us tonight, guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Um, we will see you in a couple weeks for book club. If not, we'll see you next month for our regular old podcast. Um, we hope you had a fun Halloween. This will come out after that happened. But if you made some sort of awesome costume, send us a picture. We'd love to see it. Heck you yeah. can see all of the pictures of the things that we talked about on our Instagram page. So if you want to follow us at Strings and Things Studio, you can see that. And we will talk to you all next time. Bye. 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 Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Lecrevin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at stringsandthingsstudio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 